all my podcasters. This is Havila Cunnington, and this is the Havila Cunnington Podcast. I love that we get to catch up here on my podcast, and you always have really great things to say. Thank you for all of your ratings and your reviews and the heart, I guess not the heart, I should say the stars that you're sending my way. And I always appreciate your feedback. You know, we're all in this journey of learning, and that's what this podcast is about. It's about helping you get to the next place. Some of us, we don't just jump from A to Z. We go from A to B, and everything helps in our journey of being a Christ follower. And everything helps get us that direction. It could be a book you read, could be a podcast, could be a message that spoke, or even a, a coffee date with a friend, and something is said that gets you on your way to building the life that you know you're called to build and becoming all that God's called you to. So it's a beautiful, beautiful life. I do would, I, I had an interesting thought today, and I guess it's kind of different. We haven't done this on the podcast, but lately I've kind of been all over this thing called Periscope, and Periscope is this really cool app where you're able to live stream and talk to people, and then uh, your followers can comment, and they can ask you questions, and they can give you hearts. That's where the hearts came from. And it's just a really cool new feature. It only stays up for about 24 hours. So you have to be able to view it in that time frame. And you have to be able to be on Periscope and kind of be available during that season. So a lot of my followers and, and friends are saying, well, we want to hear more of that. Um, how do we get in touch with those, those live streaming videos? And I would like uh, you to know, since you're on my podcast, that we're going to put some of that available on here. This is going to be where we're going to put it for now. And it's a place where I can share the best of what I felt was shared this week and the stuff that I really want you to know. Because some of you, you're hustling, you're out there and you're you're exercising right now, you're going to work and you're just in a season where you need you need stuff to get you where you need to go. So we're going to tune in to one of my scopes, one of my Periscope sessions. And this one was about a word that we use way too much. It's a word that ha- that is thrown around. And uh, I got to be honest, this got a lot of feedback. I was really surprised. I realized it was something important in my life. It was something that talked, really spoke to me, but I didn't know it would speak to so many of you. So my voice is going to change a little. It's not the best recording, but I think I think it's going to be worth it. I think you'll enjoy it. And I'll catch up with you at the end of this. So I'm so glad you're joining me. I, I'm, I love meeting you. For those that are just hopping on, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Havila Cunnington. You may have seen uh, me on Bethel TV or Jesus Culture, or you may have done one of my online studies, Radical Growth, I Do Hard Things, or uh, The Good Stuff, or a current one. Uh, eat, pray, hustle. I'm really glad that you uh, have been able to join on that. But I want to talk for a few minutes about a word that we use all the time that needs to stop. It needs to, it gets thrown around in our culture. And I know you're thinking the L word, and I'm not talking about the L word. And I'm not talking about no, that's a really good guess. But I'm talking about a word that I see on most emails. I see uh, anytime I'm doing any kind of transaction, whether it's a business transaction or something for my PA or something that comes at me, this word gets used a lot. And it's something that's used to motivate you, but oftentimes manipulate you. Oftentimes it's 
it's sent toward you and the word is is sent to want you to do something for them versus for you. And this word is the word need. We use the word need all the time. It will sound something like this. Hey, I need you to make this decision. Hey, I'm we're going we are going to need to get to this. Hey, we need to we need to buy this. We need to go here. We we need hey, uh are we uh, are you going to do this? I really need to know. And the word need is a great word, but it's thrown around way too much in how we do things. And oftentimes the word need comes from a person who wants to get it off of their to-do list. They want you to do what they want you to do and they're using a word that they're hoping will motivate you to make a decision to change what you're doing and to oftentimes uh, get you to do what they want you to do. So you need to be aware that the word need oftentimes needs to be replaced with the word want or I would like. We need to kind of own what we're asking others to do. I would like to know what you what you are planning on doing. Way different than we need to make a decision. Totally different. And the truth is we don't need to make a decision. You are simply asking me uh, what I am going to do. Totally different. So oftentimes you'll find that people will use the word need uh, because they want you to hurry it up. They, they want to get it done. They want to know uh, what their plan is or what your plan is. And so they will use the word need. So I will have to look at uh, emails, text messages. Uh, oftentimes there'll be things that will come at me and I will look at the word need. And initially, early on in my life, in my ministry, in my uh, parenting, in my marriage, in whatever I was doing, I would feel this immediate emotional reaction to respond. Is anybody else out there like that? You have this immediate response of, well, they need this. I need to get back to them. I'm not being responsible. I'm not adulting. I need to, I need to so that I can mm, be a a responsible person. But the truth is, you don't need to get back to anyone. You don't need to respond. You don't need to make a decision. That is your decision. You are very powerful. And if they want to make a decision without you, they are welcome to do that. But you only want to respond when you want to respond. And you may have consequences for your delayed response, but that is on you. But, but you feeling com a compulsive or compulsion to respond is not going to cause you to be a healthy person. It's not going to allow you to be a healthy leader. It's not going to allow you to be a healthy uh, boss. It's not going to allow you to be a healthy spouse, whatever it is, because you will oftentimes feel like a child or you will feel like you are being told what to do. So what's very important is to take that and wherever someone, and I've done this in my past, and, and I'll take an email that someone has written need in and I will highlight and I will mark out need and I will write want. And I will change the whole experience to the text message. Someone says, hey, we're going to need to know. And I will say, I would like to know. And I will put that wording, that phrasing in the text message or the email so I can calm everything down and I can show up in a way that allows me to make a decision when I'm ready to make a decision. So I pull it way back 
and I'm not going to be manipulated or controlled by your to-do list. I'm not going to be manipulated or controlled because you had your morning coffee and you want me to make this decision. I'm going to make a decision when I'm ready to make a decision because I'm an adult. I have a full family. I have, uh, as far as I know, I have a job. I have a life. And I need to make decisions when I'm ready to make the decision. And if you can't respect that, then you don't respect me. You are in somewhere in our relationship, you either see me as a child, you see me as irresponsible, you aren't seeing me at all, uh, or, or you just, you have a tendency to believe that you can talk to people like that. And, and at the end of the day, I can't tell you how to talk to people, but I can set limits on how you talk to me. So oftentimes what I will do is if I get this kind of intense email that comes at me or text message or phone or, or voice message, I will put some space in between it. I will not respond immediately because if you respond immediately, you're telling them that you are on their time frame. You're in their time zone. You are, you are mm, under their control. So space, give yourself 24 hours to respond. I don't care if your phone blows up. You need to tell yourself, this is anxiety. I have done nothing wrong. I have a full life. I'm honoring the life in front of me. I do not, I do not, I am not one that goes, I don't, I don't respond to need only. I respond to how the life I'm building, that I need, I actually want to exercise. I actually want to feed my family. I actually want to spend time with God. I actually want to spend time with this, this person. And I will get back to them when it is time for me to get back to them. So some of you, you are needaholics. And what I mean by that is all of your text messages, all of your emails, all of your voice messages, they, you use the word need all the time. And it does, it does motivate people, but I think it's time for you to pull back and begin to use your own verbiage. I would like, this would be, this would be very helpful to me. Use I phrases. This is what I would like. This would help me. This is important to me. I'm going to make a decision by Friday. And if you would like a vote, please let me know what you're willing to do. That's great. Give somebody a time frame. Oftentimes we'll throw things out there, but we're not giving someone a time frame. By Thursday, I'm going to be making a decision where the party is going to be. If you would like to have any input, you're welcome to let me know, but I'm going to be making a decision by Thursday. That allows people to know the parameters of how long you're willing to wait, how long you're willing to uh, give them that time, and then kind of what you're willing to do. But again, you're saying it in the kindest way possible, but you're not being motivated by need. Are there real needs? Yes. Are there times when people need to know? Yes. But you need to be able to adult in that, be mature, be discerning, and have an idea of, hey, my boss is saying this, well, then he needs this. Hey, my spouse is saying this, uh, then he needs this. And I would even have need zones. What I mean by that is, I would have environments where, or, or, or circles where I allow people uh, to use the word need for me. So if my husband texts me and says, I need this, well, guess what? He's going to get bumped, or, or excuse me, he's going to get bumped in the first place versus a friend. Why? Because 
he's the father of my children because he's the love of my life because I'm doing life with him. Uh, if a teacher says, I need this for your child, I'm going to be way more prone than someone saying, hey, I need to know if you want your makeup order in. Totally different. It's fine. I just have to have a need and there are ways that I respond. So there are certain people that I have in time frames. Uh, there are certain people I respond to. I don't respond to everybody immediately. I know that's probably kind of offensive to some of you. That doesn't feel responsible. Well, who told you it was responsible to respond to everybody immediately? Who told you that that was responsible? Who told you that you were supposed to be on call? Who told you that that was the right thing to do? You know, as far as I, I've read many books on leadership and entrepreneurs. I've read many books on people being responsible and having boundaries. And I've never seen that they are on call. People that are on call work for people and, and fulfill other people's dreams. People that respond immediately to the need are so busy meeting other people's needs that they never get to do what they want to do. And so we have got to go back and say, okay, what are we needing? Now, remember in the Bible, and I'll bring it back and then we'll, we'll close this, but Lazarus, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Jesus, Lazarus is sick. You need to go. He's sick. And Jesus said, not yet. It's not time. And even Jesus was not motivated by the crowds. Jesus walked through crowds and he didn't, he didn't heal everybody. He didn't touch everybody. But there were times when he felt motivated and felt compassion. And he said in the Bible, it says he only did what he saw his father doing, which meant he had an ability to decipher when it was time to do something. And he never felt, and, and think about it. He left the earth only having 120 people in his church, 12 or 11 leaders, one that turned against him. And he left the earth and, can, and let, it, let, him, let everyone like figure it out. And I think this is really, really important in our lives. Uh, the more we're able to pull way back and realize that we're like, we want to be like Jesus, which means we are not going to just meet every need we see. We are going to meet the needs that our Father is asking us to meet is, this, is when we, we get really safe in our lives. And the truth is you, can't, you have to have space in your life to say yes to the things that you want to say yes to. And part of that is not everything is a need. Some things are wants and that's, it's okay to wait. And you know what? If it's really important, it'll come back around. If it's really important, then they'll be willing to wait for your time. They'll be willing to say, hey, I don't mind giving her 24 hours. This is really important. And she has a life. He has a life. And I'm willing to give them that time. This is important. And we need to stop using that word. And I use the word need, haha. We need to stop using that word and be more prone to say, I would like, I, uh, this is important to me and start having eyes, I messages and start owning what we really, what we really would like, but it is not a need. Needs are, are reserved for things that are very important that really do have deadlines and are very important. So I hope that that helps you. I hope that you can filter all of your emails today, all of your text messages, all of the need messages that are coming at you and begin to realize, is this a need or is this a want? Can I wait to respond or do I need to respond? And really begin to filter that. It will help your anxiety go way down and realize and, and verbally say inside of you, hey, I've done nothing wrong. I am not in trouble. How they choose to respond says everything about them. And how I choose to respond says everything about me. And I'm going to honor the, the day that I have. I only have one day. And today I'm going to dictate how my day goes. 
I'm not going to let anyone else dictate how my whole day goes because of their needs. Okay, so did you make a decision not to use the need word today? I hope that that you liked that and that spoke to your life. I know that even after we did that scope, there's so many times I went to type something or write something and had to delete the word need for I would like or this would be good or a lot of different things. So have fun with that. I'm always grateful that you listen and that you tune in. This this podcast is sponsored by truthtotable.com. They're the ones that provide the ability for us to have this. So if you want online Bible studies, free courses and free studies, go over to truthtable.com, set up a profile, and you'll have access to messages and Bible studies uh, for you. Again, you can always follow us on social media, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and you can always, uh, you know, subscribe to this podcast and you won't miss a thing. I'm always honored to spend some time with you and I'll catch up with you next time.